Hello and welcome to the Simply Mental Podcast, recorded in beautiful downtown Huntsville, Alabama. We're the only podcast dedicated to helping you live a healthier life emotionally and mentally. I am your host, Chris DePew, and I sure am glad that you joined us today. This week's episode is brought to you by Magnolia Ranch Recovery. Magnolia Ranch Recovery is a drug and alcohol treatment center like no other. Situated in a small farm in the foothills of Middle Tennessee, they say their clients learn and live in celestial serenity. Now that does sound nice. They offer equine therapy and other therapies along with traditional alcohol and drug treatment. As far as the rest of the treatment goes, it is given to you by some of the finest counselors in the state of Tennessee. They are a 15-bed facility, so therefore they're able to offer you individualized treatment like no other center can. If you'd like more information, about Magnolia Ranch Recovery, please call 888-992-7955. Hello friends and welcome to episode 8 of the Simply Mental Podcast. I'm so glad you could join us this week. This week we're going to talk a little bit about being thankful and kind of how to deal with some of the holiday stress that's coming up. This uh, episode will be released on Thanksgiving and so I, I want to give some tips and some some pointers on how to uh, maintain your same level of self-care during the holidays, especially when you're around all the family and all the activities that are going on. So we're going to cover thankfulness, gratitudes, uh, and then we'll talk a little bit about how to maintain the same kind of uh, self-care routine during the holidays. Okay. I'm so glad you could join us this week. I want to start off by saying uh, I'm so sorry for last week. I, I did not, uh, there was not a podcast that posted uh, and that was my fault. I, d- I didn't didn't have one uh, ready in the chamber, so to speak. And uh, I, I had some had some things come up and I wasn't able to get one out. So I do apologize for that. Uh, hopefully that won't happen very often. Um, but for those of you that stuck around and waited for this one to come out, I do appreciate it and uh, we'll get right into it. Okay. And talk a little bit about uh, gratitude. So this time of year, it's Thanksgiving. Uh, this time of year, we always take some time, I think most people, uh, to sit back and talk on, and not talk, but just think about uh, what they're thankful for and all the things that um, they have and uh, the, the things that are going good in their life and family and friends. And so you just take some time to really be thankful for the things that you have. And uh, that's, a, that's a good way to kind of live, not only during the holidays, um, but I want to kind of talk about a gratitude list as a way to start most every day, uh, how to remain thankful through the year. That's kind of the theme here is, is how to kind of keep this Thanksgiving gratitude, thankfulness attitude all, all year long. Um, and, and the kind of the reasons why. And so, you know, when we can remain grateful and we can remain thankful for the things in our lives, um, a couple of things happen. Your brain starts to understand that it, it you're living a life that's more positive. You, you're thinking about positive things more often than not. And so some of those synapses in the brain get rewired to think more positively. Uh, we know that you can look it up, just do a Google search on uh, how being positive affects the brain and overall health. Uh, and there's numerous articles and research out there about how we can, if we can remain positive and we can remain thankful for the things in our lives, that we just have an overall health increases, mental health, emotional health, and physical health, actually, because it's all tied together. Uh, and so how do we maintain this thankfulness, this this attitude of gratefulness throughout the year? One way to do that 
uh, that I love a lot and that I teach a lot of clients to do is to keep a gratitude journal. Uh, I don't do, I, I do this in my own life, but not, not every day. Um, I try at least once a week, uh, to do this gratitude journal. Um, I would like to do it every day. I, I just sometimes, you know, drop the ball on that. But I think that if we can do it every day, every other day, uh, more days out of the week than not, um, then we can begin this process of living a grateful and a thankful life, uh, and a more positive attitude and outlook, which again, will increase a whole lot of things in our lives. So the first thing that we need to think of is, uh, this gratitude journal, it, it's, it's really simple. It doesn't take a whole lot. Uh, I'm always a fan of handwriting journals. So if you go get you a journal, go get you a favorite journal, you know, whatever it looks like for you. Uh, maybe one day I'll talk about some paper and pens. I'm, I'm really into paper and pens. So maybe I'll talk a little bit about uh, journaling and how to get really good paper and really good pens and how to make that experience better. But for now, uh, grab any journal that you can, just some paper. Uh, and every morning when you wake up, you, you kind of get up, you do your stretching, you get out of bed, maybe keep it right by the nightstand even. Little notebook, grab the notebook, get your pen or pencil, and start jotting down three to five things that you're grateful for. Um, it could be right when you get up. You could do it during breakfast while you're eating your food. Uh, sometime in the morning, though, try to sit down and think about three to five things that you're grateful for. Um and, and what it does, again, is it starts this day off as a positive routine. You're thinking about positive things first thing in the morning, and that's really going to help you uh, get that day going and make that day positive. Uh, it's better than it's certainly better than thinking about all the negative that's going on because there's plenty of that. So why don't we start the day off by doing something positive and thinking of three to five things that we're grateful for. Now, when you first start this journal, it's probably going to seem as if it's probably going to seem like you're very shallow and you don't have a whole lot to say. You don't have a whole lot of things you're grateful for because they seem just like minor, but that's okay. Uh, at first, you might have things like you're grateful for a bed to sleep in and a house and all these things that you would typically think of, especially if you're here in America. Um, we have so much to be grateful for just to be an American, you know, that just the 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 privilege that that offers us. But if you continue to do this gratitude journal, what you'll find is that often you'll, you'll uncover things that you have not been grateful for, for a while, things that you've forgotten that you should be grateful for, uh, other things that um, you take for granted. So if you do it long enough, you start digging a little deeper and you start really realizing in your life, what is good? What is good? What is, what is the, what are the things that you hold dear? Um, maybe some of the things that you've taken for granted for too long. And that's really what, um, that's really what is, is good about a gratitude list is that you're able to kind of um, dig a little deeper beneath the surface and find some things that you might have forgotten about that are, are important to you. Uh, and again, this takes time because often at first you're just going to be listing the things that are really obvious that you're grateful for, you know, a hot cup of coffee um, or tea uh, and some uh, some other uh 
and some other things like a hot meal, uh, other things like that. That's probably kind of be what's be on the surface, right? Again, over time, you're going to learn how to dig a little deeper and find the things that are uh, more, the things that you've forgotten maybe that you needed to be thankful for. All right, so this is this gratitude list. Again, it starts the day off positive. You get the brain started in a certain direction, and that direction is more positive than it has been, you know, or, or could be, I guess, if you didn't do this gratitude list. So you'll you'll have this more positive attitude in the morning that you can carry throughout your day. Um, and again, you know, if you start the day off as positive, and I, t- I tell you, I think I might have covered this in a past podcast. If not, I know it's coming up. But you know, you don't, you get to feel however you want to every day. Like it's up to you. And so when you sit back and you start the day off positive, you're telling yourself, hey. I really want to be positive today. And then you, what you have to do is you go throughout your day and you don't allow anybody to take that from you. You just say, nope, I'm positive today. I started the day off positive. You don't get to take that from me because this is something that's precious to me. And again, over time, as you're more and more positive and as you're more and more grateful, you'll start to improve mental health, emotional health. You'll start um, not dwelling on the negative as much. Uh, because all all your brain wants to do is search out the things that are positive and that you're grateful for and you're thankful for. So that's this process of starting this is is very start very small, um, and, and that's just with this gratitude journal. Three to five things that you're grateful for every morning or every day. If you can take time every day to come up with those, just three to five things. No no, no stress. No, I uh, don't want to make this a stressful activity. Just something that you're you know a few things that you're grateful for every day will get the brain started in the right direction and keep you in a positive attitude. Another thing that comes along with this is that once you start this gratitude journal, you're going to start to live a life which we call mindful. You're going to be more mindful of the things around you, how you feel every day. You're going to start realizing that um, you know certain things affect you certain ways just because you're more in touch with everything that's going on. You're more in touch with the environment around you and then what's going on internally as well. And when you live a life that's more mindful, it's also the same thing. You get, you get the same benefits. You, uh, you're able to kind of stay more positive if you want to. You, you don't allow other people to take or change your mood like you, uh, like you could before or have before perhaps. But living more mindfully just means that you're fully accepting yourself in the given moment. Like you just fully accept who you are and how you are, how you feel, uh, physically, emotionally, mentally, all of that. You accept all of that in the given moment just as it is, and you're okay with it. Uh, And then it allows you to kind of process those emotions in a deeper way as well. But that's kind of this mindfulness life, this gratitude life is is a way to really live that is more positive, and it allows you to keep, um, keep on a positive track. Okay, so let's kind of let's shift from that. So we've got this journal that we can start every day, uh, three to five things. So now let's talk about and again, this is coming out on Thanksgiving. So I'm hoping some of you can kind of uh, listen to this on Thanksgiving, maybe before you as you're getting ready. Or maybe some of you are going to listen to it uh, in the afternoon while you've already, you know, um, watched some football and how you've already had a meal. You've been around family all day. And so there's something to keep in mind. 
the holidays are really fun and they're really exciting and a lot of people love to be around their family um, however there are people who don't it's very stressful for them uh, maybe their family causes them stress or anxiety or they allow the, their family they allow their family to cause them some stress or anxiety um, and, and they just haven't figured out a good way to deal with it and, and I kind of want to talk about how to prioritize yourself because you have to still take care of yourself even though there's a lot of things going on especially if maybe you're hosting this year and you're the one who's in charge of getting the turkey ready in your house and all the things that have to go on for you to have a bunch of family at your house you can't forget self-care you can't forget to still take that time the same routines that you've built over time to help you through regular stresses in the lot in life you can't not do those and I think that's not not proper uh, grammar but you can't forget to take care of self-care you still have to do your same routines okay that means that if you go to the gym regularly, of course the gym's probably closed on Thanksgiving, so you have to maybe go take a brisk walk, do something physical. That If, if that's your routine, you normally do something physical every day, kind of go for a run, go for a jog, uh, go for a brisk walk, something to keep that physical going because your body's still used to that and you're going to add all this stress on top of it from the holidays, and so it, it's still going to need that, okay? Now for those of you who maybe um, it's just kind of stressful for you to be around all that family maybe you have some anxiety about being with family and uh, it's nothing you know clinical to where you need you need some 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 really serious help with your anxiety but maybe you just kind of get anxious when you're around that many people family that you haven't seen maybe all year long until now uh, and so if that's the case you still have to also take the time for you so some of the things you can do Let's say you, you're having to travel a little bit and you're around family and you feel like your anxiety's up and, you, and you're not acting the way that you want to because your anxiety's taking over. Uh, you have to find some find you a quiet spot, go outside maybe, uh, take a walk, get somewhere where you can start focusing inward and you can start focusing on breathing. If you can find a place to sit that's quiet. Uh, you might be able to reduce that anxiety by just just meditating a little bit, and and I don't mean some sort of long meditation. I mean three to five minutes where you're sitting still and quiet and comfortable, and you're focused on breathing. Just focus on feeling the chest rise and fall, uh, and that will allow you to lower uh, lower your your anxiety levels. If you if you can if you can allow that it'll lower your anxiety levels and then some people you know and there's some some research indicates that meditation uh, three to five to fifteen minute meditations can really lower blood pressure um, other things like that and you know that I don't know how well founded some of that is but there there are a lot of people that believe that and I, I think meditation has worked for me when my anxiety has gotten high as well so I, I've been there. Um, and, you know, family can be stressful being around family. So finding you three to five minutes, maybe 15 if you can pull it off to where you can just go and sit somewhere quiet and comfortable. Focus inward and just focus on breathing. Uh, collect your thoughts and then go back into it. You know, the funny thing is people will talk about being introverted and extroverted. And sometimes with family, that doesn't matter because everybody's just so comfortable with each other. But sometimes it does. You know, people think that if you're extroverted, being around a lot of people, um, being around a lot of people is like your thing, right? And it is. It is your thing. You get recharged is what that means. When you're around a lot of people and you're extroverted, you get you get recharged. You fill up 
by being around a lot of people. And alone time kind of drains you and makes you really tired. That's extrovert. An introvert, that doesn't mean that you don't like to be around people. Um, a lot of introverts, including myself, really love being around people. I love doing group therapy. I love talking to groups of people. Um, the problem with it is, is that when I do that, it drains me. I get very tired. I get uh, very emotionally drained, uh, mentally drained when I have to spend a lot of time around a lot of people. And so I need the quiet time in order to kind of recharge my batteries, so to speak, and, and so that I can go back and do those things that I love. So introverted doesn't mean you just don't like being around people. So if you're around family and they say, oh, he's just introverted or he just doesn't like to be around people, that may not be true. So don't take any of that to heart. You know, just make sure you're filling your batteries the way that they need to during this holiday time. Okay. So even headed in the, heading into the Christmas season, um, Christmas season and all the other holidays that are going on, Hanukkah and, and all that, you want to make sure that you're still maintaining and figuring out how to recharge your batteries. Um, and so that's, that's what we need to do. We need to make sure we're doing those things. Now, the meditation is one way to do that. If you know that quiet time is how you recharge, then you need to find that quiet time during these holidays. Okay. Find that, stick to it. Don't allow yourself to fall out of routines that you're used to, uh, as far as recharging batteries, because you have to do that or you won't be able to function or you will function and you will behave in a way that you don't want to behave. You'll be grumpy. Uh, people will call you all kinds of names during the holiday season. Uh, you know, like Grinch and Scrooge and all these things. Uh, so you don't want that. You want to be able to behave the way that you want to, but in order to do that, you also have to feel okay emotionally, mentally, and physically. So that means you have to take care of yourself. Um, you know, meditation, that's a good way to do it. If you can steal 10, you know, three to 15 minutes, meditation will do that. The brisk walk, getting out of the house for a minute, uh, maybe grabbing your spouse or your partner and uh, maybe a friend or a cousin, you know, whoever you've got around with you that doesn't create stress for you. Take them on the walk with you and y'all just kind of talk. That'll allow you some downtime and some time to recharge a little bit. Um, so that that's good. The other thing is that sometimes you have to walk away. Sometimes it's enough is enough. And you have to be in charge of that, okay? And you don't have to allow anybody else to tell you that you shouldn't just walk away. Like, hey, it's too early. Why are you leaving? We still got football to watch and we've got desserts to eat. And if you've had enough, you have to be able to say, I've had enough and I really need to go home right now or I'm going to start behaving in a way I don't like or I'm going to start being more grumpy than I want to be. You have to be in charge of that, okay? So, And it's okay to do that. Now, other people may not like it, but you got to remember you're not in charge of other people's feelings. So if you feel like you've had your limit, if your limit's been met and you can't, you just can't go anymore. You can't be around people anymore. You've had enough. You have to step away and say, I'm sorry, I just have to go. And you can't allow other people to change your opinion on that. Okay. You're not in charge of how they feel about your actions. You are in charge of how you act and you're in charge of your emotions. And so protect those at all costs. Put up the boundaries that you need to put up in order to protect that, okay? All right, well, you know, I hope that everybody has a really fantastic holiday. Uh, again, it's Thanksgiving this week. The, the, this, the week that this podcast will come out, it's Thanksgiving. So uh, I hope everybody has a fantastic holiday. Uh, eat, plenty of, uh, eat plenty of good foods, uh, but also, you know, 
eat some of the foods that maybe aren't so good for you because that's what this holiday is all about to you. Some pecan pie, uh, you know, sweet potato casserole, all this goodness that comes out in Thanksgiving. So be sure to enjoy yourself uh, in moderation and be sure to also remember that you still have to be in charge of yourself and take care of your emotional and mental health. Uh, you're the only one that's going to be able to do it. So enjoy the holiday. Enjoy your time off this week. And we'll see you next week, okay? Thanks for listening. This has been the Simply Mental Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. I want to remind everybody that the information shared in this podcast is not meant to replace the information from a professional. So if you need a professional, please be sure to reach out and find a professional in your area. Thanks again for listening. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes and also rate in iTunes. We'll see you next time.